coming to you live. <laughs> From Parkview Studios in the garage, this is the Brothers Catch Up, a weekly podcast where two brothers come together to catch up. I'm Sal Biazzi. With me, as always, is my brother, Frankie. You know I've always felt it was really important that, you know, we're not ashamed of, like, our opinions, which is part of the reason why I have this podcast. Like, we are willing to sit here and just talk and have honest conversations, unfiltered, and then just put it out there for whoever to consume, and if people find it offensive or whatever, I think our message is spreading, because our TikTok account is rapidly approaching 800 followers. And you know how I feel about the word followers. That's not a small number. And it's a completely organic. Like It's not me putting too much effort in getting My My only... They're all real. Hesitation is the, the real factor, you know? None of them are Chinese bots. I think about 75 of them are real. Not percent. 75. <laughs> the other 725, all bots. I mean... Here's I why I think that. The numbers on TikTok, unless everyone in the world is on TikTok, which they might be. So many of them, though, interact. Well, I guess that's the question, right? It's like, I don't care about the followers. Like, what are the views like? What are the comments like? Most of the people who follow me first like one or multiple videos or leave comments. I would say like 50 to 75% of the people who then follow me. I think it's because the, the TikTok algorithm rewards people for liking for following people yeah so i think people are more inclined to actually follow on tiktok which is weird because when you look up the data that it lets you see none of the views from like the videos that i post ever really come from the people who follow me so like i don't understand how that could be but like i used to on youtube like when i was a kid like back in like the early early days of youtube i made it a point where I subscribed to every single channel I liked, watched anything from, I would subscribe, and then every day, I'd look at, you'd get the actual box of videos, of your subscriptions, and I would go through, watch old to new, get them all done, that's it. But now, I feel like there's no reward system from YouTube for me to subscribe to people, because they know what I'm watching anyway, so anytime someone posts a new video that I watch even if I'm not subscribed to, it just shows it's up. going to show up anyway. So like, there's no need for me to subscribe. Whereas I don't think TikTok does that. I think TikTok is like, you're getting rewarded for following people if you actually like their content. I don't know. I don't, I don't know either. I'm just assuming. I'm guessing. So I'm betting we have tons of people listening. I hope so. And plus, hey, if you're week, listening, reach out. In the last week, two. I don't know how people. to reach out. I don't think don't know if we have any avenues for you to reach out at. But reach out. Don't reach out. Oh, I reach out. Reach out to Frank. Well, you can't reach out to me. <laughs> I'm untouchable. <laughs> two different people have told me that they listen to our podcast. Who? Like people you know, or just random yes, people? No, people I know. Nice. Hello to those people. You know them too. Hello to those people. <laughs> One of them, I was surprised. I was like, oh. The other one, I think they've told me they listened before, so it's like, okay. But also still kind of surprising. Like, definitely don't agree Most of the saying. people who have told me that they listen, I go, oh, you probably you probably shouldn't. <laughs> no, don't, don't listen. You should probably turn that off. 
Which goes against what I said at the beginning, which is like, we should post our opinions and not be afraid or ashamed. No, I'm dumb afraid. I don't want my <laughs> opinions out there. Please don't contact me about anything. Hey, is it, is it true that if you want to get your concealed carry, you're going to have to submit, like, social media history? I don't know if that's true. I think you definitely need to take a class. If they if they have to use social social media history to tell if you can get a gun or not, like that's nuts. What is that that you could possibly post on social media that could prevent you from being allowed to have a gun? I tweeted a lot on January sixth, <laughs> and I think that's gonna no seriously. That can't possibly be it, dude. My Facebook on January sixth. There's was nothing a, you uh, could say though. Was a battlefield. <laughs> like I think my first post was at like because remember we were like driving home. Yeah. I think it was like at 1 p.m. and I was like, "This is fucking awesome!" <laughs> <laughs> like in all caps. And then like two seconds later, another post like, "Fucking let's go!" <laughs> oh, disavow. Man. I but disavow that, that peaceful protest. But that doesn't strip you of your rights. No, it does though. In today's world, <laughs> I'm just saying those posts do exist. Well, I wanted to talk about something to start, which is uh, television, because I took a lot of time this weekend and watched TV shows, which I don't normally do. How many different TV shows? Three different TV shows that I want to talk about. And first, I want to talk about one of the most, probably the longest running, most influential and impactful things on TV, and all around one of my favorite things to just sit around and watch when there's nothing else on, and I just need something to make me feel good. So that's what I was going to ask. Are these shows you've watched before? Are these shows you've This one is. Yeah, this one is. The other two are not. So it's three different shows. Yes. One you've watched before. Yes. And two are hit new TV shows. That you've heard about. Big budget. I'm going to get on them. I wanted to see what all the hype was about. All right, I'm going to guess. Okay. The show that you've watched before that you like putting on, I'm going to guess it's not a sitcom. Nope. It's Doctor Who. No. Okay. You're pretty cold, too. Really? Okay. And then the new shows would be Barry? Nope. Okay. (laughs) Are they HBO shows? Neither are HBO shows. The Terminal List? No. Wow. Okay. That's on my list. I want to watch that. Um... Is there hype around other shows? I, yeah, a lot of hype. Big hype around these two shows. Are they like regular cable? T- Important shows? A lot of money went behind Are they the regular cable television shows? No. They're on like a streaming show. Streaming series. shows, yeah. Both shows are streaming shows. Are they Netflix? Neither are Netflix. You, dude, Net- know, dude, you have no idea where we're at. Dude, Netflix has fallen off, by the way. Stranger Things is over. so That's kind of all they have. It's pretty rough. Are they Amazon Prime shows? Because Amazon One Prime is Amazon is... Prime. What's the other? Hulu? No. The Lord of the Rings show? Lord of the Rings show. So that's interesting to me because you've never watched Lord of the Rings. I know nothing about Lord me of the Rings. Me and Rachel have had a conversation about, you, absolutely about zero. you shitting on Lord of the Rings even though it's like something exactly up your alley. I have never once consumed any Lord of the Rings. You a- you act like it as if the- you're so above Lord of the Rings. There are two there are two main str- like 
huge IPs that are really popular in nerd culture that I know very little about. Lord of the One Rings I know Star some Trek. about, which is Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, he's named Star Trek. I've seen some Star Trek movies, but outside of that, know nothing about Star Trek. And then the other is Lord of the Rings, which I deliberately have spent my you, like, whole shit life. <laughs> you like act avoiding. as if like it's a beneath. And not you. just avoiding, like now it's mostly ironic because like I know it's probably really good because obviously Tolkien must be a genius and Peter Jackson must have made. I was listening to some a, of the best movies of all time. I was listening to a George R. R. Martin interview, and he's like, like I, "This week, is all over." And he's the talking ring. about Tolkien and he's, how much like he admires Tolkien. Dude, Stephen like, King is one of my favorite authors, and The Dark Tower is one of my favorite series of media I've ever consumed. And he dedicates 50% of the inspiration to those books to The Lord of the Rings. I have not read a Lord of the Rings book. I've not seen a Lord of the Rings movie. I've never watched a Lord of the Rings TV show. Can I make a prediction? Yes. September 5th, 2023. Okay. We will be on a podcast... And you're going to just be such hey, a Lord nerd. Lord of the Rings is pretty cool. You're going to be such no. a nerd over Lord of the Rings. You're going to have read that, every book. Because that's not what this was about. Um, I heard the show isn't that good. Well, first I want to talk about the other show. Um, wait, hold on. I want to guess the other show. Well, not even, I don't want to even talk about that show. I want to talk about the other other show. The one that you have watched before. Yes. Not, not this specific. Not this specific. I wouldn't even call it an episode. Oh, Bra- are you rewatching Breaking Bad? No. I've never seen this specific, like, iteration of it. I wouldn't even call it, like, an episode. It's, like, a different... What? All right, you guys just tell me, because now you just threw me off. Home Shopping Network. Except it was JTV, not, like, QVC or anything. I never, I've never really watched JTV before. But they were selling stainless steel jewelry. Oh, my God, it was great. So, I, you are into that. I fucking love... Like, I know you love the knife show. Home shopping shows. N- coin show. Knife show. Cheap jewelry show for grandmothers who need more jewelry to add to their... Like, uh, the way I think about it is there must be millions of these, like, 79 to 109-year-old women who hoard <laughs> stacks of worthless trinkets from China... That are made to look like jewelry, like dragons would possess a layer of gold and rubies. Because there are so many different jewelry shows for home shopping. And I've probably spent hundreds of hours consuming just different episodes. I don't know, like different hosts hawk different products. Male jewelers, female jewelers, people who aren't jewelers who are talking to jewelers. The episode I watched last night was a distillation of all the reasons why I spend time actually watching this. I've never once bought anything. I have gone on these websites to make sure these products are real because I don't fundamentally understand. You, like, want to make sure these old ladies aren't getting (laughs) scammed completely. Not even... I could even give a shit about the old ladies. I don't understand how these networks can afford the cameras and jewelry that they're using to put on this hoax. Well, the profit margins must be great. <laughs> they must be razor thin, dude. No, they must be great because these... It's honestly stainless steel chains from China they're selling for like 50 bucks a piece. piece. They have stretch pay. Costing so dollar twenty-five. Right? You could pay $5 five times to get this $50 jewelry. $5 ten times or whatever it is. They have this $50 piece of jewelry that's literally probably worth jack's what. And it looks like shit. 
But there's that lady at like 10 o'clock at night. Now, this wasn't live, I don't think, because there was no like live emblem. But sometimes, oh, hello, dog. Sometimes you'll get them live, like at random hours of the day and night. My favorite things about them. One, 90% of the time the host will start. If you catch it like at the beginning of a host shift, because like if you watch it when there's a shift change, like usually it's three to four hour blocks, then the host changes. When the host starts, especially if it's like an evening episode, by the time it's over, they're sloshed, slurring their words drunk. I fucking love that. It's hilarious to me. Well, it's the only way you're going to get through that job. <laughs> how, long, how long is a host on for? I think like three hours at a time. Yeah, it's a three lot. Three or four hours a at a time. time. And like every time they're not on camera, which is most of the time. They're taking I think a sip. I think they have like a straw and a little like big mug that's just like full what you, of alcohol. What liquor do you think they're using? They're probably wine, right? Women are drinking either wine or like some sort of fruity like cocktail of some kind. See, I don't think they're doing cocktails. I think it's too many calories. But and... I think they might have craft services. Like I think some of these productions have like sets you think they're that stuff. good? I think some of them are. Some of See, them are not. Some of them are people's like basements. I don't have any. Especially the knife shows. When there's male stuff involved like knives or swords or things like that, usually it's in someone's basement. It looks yeah. like it's... But those who start drunk. Like, those hosts have liquor in a flask that they've been drinking way before they got on camera, and you don't even notice, because it's the same start to finish. But usually the women hawking jewelry, they are sober to start, or at least they seem sober. And then they and get very hammered. quickly, it's like Kathy Lee with when she was with Regis. Like, like, has she been drinking this whole time? I think she might have been drinking. That's great. Hey, I respect it. The only thing that's weird is, like, I am not interested in those. Like, I can't watch them for sport like you. I, yeah, I Unless understand. they're cooking. <laughs> All, the cooking The cooking ones, infomercials get you? They get me. When they're, like, selling, like, a stove or a I knife I don't care if it's a knife, uh, an air fryer, a, a blender. pan, a blender. They're all fucking... Some I, juicer. I can't watch those and not think, like, I... I, I gotta I need, need that. that. I need that. I could use that in my kitchen. So like, I feel the same so way. So for sometimes. me, like, I need to watch it and have like the oh, I need that. You are just like you're not watching the jewelry going. I need that. You're just watching it for the for the love of the game. Kind of just watching the hosts. Like I'm just fascinated by the life that they must live. Some of them, and then like when you watch the classics, like the QVC when it's like high end stuff, just wacky things happen. Like the product will break. They forget the script. They start selling a product that they're not holding. They're holding another product. And then things just go off the rails. Gotta watch it. Love it. But I watched it last night and I wanted to say that that was way better. And it's like such a distillation of like just how our society is falling on the fuck apart. Because like that is so it's just so shitty. And, like, the jeweler that's on there is talking about, I designed this chain. I We wanted to put these links on it. We went with the butterfly link instead of the clip, and it's got my tag on it. And, like, of course, I'm Googling the products in real time. Everyone that comes up. And, like, I could find the product. You didn't design shit, dude. Product, and you're not even a jeweler. That Well, dude, well, that's <laughs> the thing is it is TV. Like, it's just <laughs> actors. Essentially. And... That's why they're drunk. It's because their career is this. It's and they're a like, lie. They're like miserable with themselves. They're like, this isn't what I wanted to do. But you know what? It pays the bills. They're like, one, wait, here's the all-time line of the night. The phones are ringing off the hook. We've sold so many of these. We have 10 left. 36. Yeah. It's the perfect time to buy them. And then you could give them out to all. They were bangle bracelets. Give them out to all your friends. 
If you have neighbors, girls you cross, you do crosswords with, grandchildren, they girls know you knit with. It's <laughs> <not stupid. laughs> they know their market. They're not going to be like, oh, the girl you do Pilates with. They're not please selling buy that. All thirty-six of our useless bracelets, please. Also, they don't have thirty-six left. They have thirty-six hundred left. <laughs> yeah, right. The phones are ringing off the hook nonstop. Has the phone ever rang? Has the phone ever rang? You know what? I was thinking about that, though. In the world today, where, like, stores don't exist. Like, stores exist, obviously, but, like, when you're looking for, forget groceries, even clothes. But, like, if you're looking for a specific item that's not a normal, everyday item. Yeah. A lot of the times I go to the store and like the store just doesn't have it or I have to search way too long in the store to find it cuz I don't know where they would where they would put it. Things are easier bought online. You know what's easier than that? If I'm just sitting on my ass watching TV and I'm like if I just call this number I can get that delivered to my house. All right. I'll do that. So I think it's coming back. I'll call a number. We should start our own television. What we should we sell? sell just shit around the garage. Dude, what if we had a... Then it would like be real, we only have one of these. What if we had a disc golf channel? Where we just sell, sell disc discs. golf stuff. We got this disc. You sell anything. So yeah, I, I didn't see you going there. It's not what I expected. So that was... But I bring it up because it's honestly better than anything else I watched. Aside from, obviously, Game of Thrones, which we've already talked about. Alright, so do you want to talk about Lord of the Rings, or do you want to talk about the other Do you want to try show? and guess what the other the third show was? It's in the same vein as... I watched it for similar reasons to Lord of the Rings. That, like, people were talking about it, and it was getting big budget hype? Because of how bad I hear it is. And I wanted to see... So, both of them are former IPs. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, what's the show that's bad? Did you watch She-Hulk? I watched She-Hulk. Dude, I saw a clip. Oh my god, man! From She-Hulk. Is it the Mark Ruffalo like? Sh- no, no, it's the clip. She walks into the office and like starts dancing. It looks. Oh man. Like a video game. Like it's the worst CGI <laughs> I may have ever seen. It's so bad. There's a lot of problems. I would I will say that. So She-Hulk. So I I know people aren't going crazy over Lord of the Rings, but people are liking it. Here's what I'll say. I didn't. I, I can't find anyone who's like She-Hulk is good. One of my big complaints and things I always say why I can't really get into Lord of the Rings is like the names and the places and the dialogue and the things. Like there's just a lot. And whenever I've ever seen anything Game from it, Game of Thrones isn't. No, it is. But I mean, I wouldn't say Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings are the same either. Like, no, it's just like different. a lot of. That's more fantasy than I've ever really consumed in terms of like. I mean, Game of Thrones is fantasy. It's. Lord of the Rings is more fantasy. I know what you're. I know what you're saying. Yeah, like I will say that I wanted to watch the Lord of the Rings show because not having any previous Lord of the Rings experience and hearing how bad people who love Lord of the Rings hate it, I wanted to go into it and see if I thought. See how bad I thought it was going to be. Just from a show perspective. Yeah. Because, because you you know what that's like from the Star Wars world, right? We're like, yeah. you, I hate the what they did to Star what Wars. You hate what they did, have done to Star Wars. But they maybe if I didn't know to... anything about Star Wars, that's all I've seen. Maybe I wouldn't hate it so much. So what did you think of Lord of the Rings? 
It is so fucking boring. Oh, really? So, like, un... How many episodes did you watch? And really fucking one? dumb. I, w- I tried to watch some of the second episode, but I gave up, like, ten minutes in, because, like, I just... There's just no reason it. for me to keep watching. Like, let's be honest. I, I don't like it. B, I'm not a lo- I should If I'm going to keep watching, I'll then go watch hey, I all know the we, other Lord of the Rings I shit. I know we already talked about Game of Thrones, <laughs> but, like, this is why. Put some respect on its name. Yeah. That's a good the, show. It came the, out and was good. Oh, God. Lord of the Ring, the the Lord of the Rings show. I will say objectively, from not a Lord of the Rings perspective, that show was boring. I would give it a solid four. But just, so that's what for me. I don't think Star Wars does a good job with like with their shows. I think you need to be a Star Wars fan to enjoy those shows. Yeah, I think you need to be a Lord of the Rings fan to enjoy the show. Game of Thrones? I don't know if you need to be a Lord of the Rings fan to enjoy this show because I don't know if it has enough to do... Like, because I understood the story. Like, it wasn't like the story had something No, but you to said do. it was boring. It's boring because, like, the everything about the show is just boring. So if you're not boring. already previously invested in Lord of the Rings, what's going to keep you yeah. watching that show? And not only that, like, there's one of the, the stupidest things I've ever heard anyone, like, write down on paper and then try and pass off in, like a show or a movie or anything as, like, something that's good. And it's presented as if it's, like, really good. And it's so bad. And that was, like, such a weird turnoff. Because, like, the show was already boring. And, like, the op- I was interested... It's interesting because, like, the opening couple minutes, like, literally before they even show the title screen of the Lord of the Rings show, it was good. I was like, oh, if this is it, I might like this. And then immediately everything after that was just the most boring, slow, awful shit I've ever seen. And, like, I was thinking about how much money Amazon put into having this written and made. And, like, I was literally fighting not falling asleep. And doesn't, and doesn't Amazon have that other show in production right now? That other crazy book series show? Who knows? I don't know what they're doing. But I wasn't into it. So, like, whatever. Maybe there are people who like it, but I can say from my... I watched it, and I'm not a Lord of the Rings fan. I didn't like it. I thought it was boring. But the line about the sinking rock and the floating ship, if you ever look it up, I don't want to spoil anything for anyone who does want to watch the show, but it is literally psychotically bad. Like, how that is in this show makes no... I don't know if maybe I'm missing something because of the Lord of the Rings context. Like, maybe elves are just retarded. So, like, they... And I don't mean that as, like, to use to like use the word retarded loosely. I just mean, like, maybe they're fucking not capable of having the thought of, like, functional mentally because it's just nonsense it's like literally and it's so infu- it was like that was the point when i was like i'm there's no return so yeah. do you think because i feel like this could go one of two ways yeah the show is so bad that you go all right well that's it i never will watch lord of the rings or is it so bad that you're like you know what now i do need to watch the movies well, that's what i'm saying that's why i stopped watching the second episode because i said if i'm gonna keep watching this show i have to watch all of the rest of Lord of the Rings first, so that I, I can now go into the show. Have an appreciation, at least for the figure out what, what the, it is. Like, why am I watching yeah. my? Like, if I'm watching Lord of the Rings. But that's what I'm saying about like how like you need to be a fan of Lord of the Rings because if it's boring, and I'm not a Lord of the Rings fan, but I want to watch the show, and well, I'm I, just gonna pump I'm Peter gonna, Jackson's movie. I'm just gonna check out. I'm just gonna be like, well, I don't care about this if it's not good. But like Game of Thrones, like if you've never heard of Game of Thrones books, but you put on the show, you're like, hey, the show's good. Yeah, I want to watch this show. Yeah. So that was that. But the third show, She-Hulk. Yeah. Takes the cake. It's probably really bad. 
It is unfathomably start to fucking finish. So how many episodes of that did you watch? Just one, right? Did you watched, even get through one? I watched one? both. Because they're shorter. There's only two episodes? I think there's only two. Well, there's only two that I watched. <laughs> there might be more, but... Uh, <laughs> they're the only two that exist in my world. for me. Holy God! You could just shit in a box. And you would have better content. Honestly. Like, what is... And I understand what it is. Because it's literally just... I don't even want to say propaganda because, like, I believe that in order for propaganda to be propaganda, there has to be some effectiveness to it. And I don't know who could possibly be watching this show and thinking, like, what is that? I was trying to look up a She-Hulk thing, and then I started playing a video of She-Hulk, and I don't want to do that. She-Hulk uh, is terrible. It's absolutely terrible. And it's terrible for so many reasons. Like, I would say the number one reason why Ring of Power is bad is because it's just boring. And I don't care about any of the characters. And the characters are boring, which makes it just super boring. So I'm going to watch it. But, like, when you ask me why She-Hulk is bad, and I would tell you, name one thing about the show that it's not bad. Name one thing about it that is genuinely okay. So everything I've seen about it is the writing is horrendous. Oh, my God. It's not even writing. It's written like, and I don't want to, this is such an insult to people. I don't want to insult people because, like, people could say the same thing about shit that I've done in my life and that's not fair but I will say this I've been in creative writing classes with other people where like they're reading their work out loud and like I've cringed for them and this would be like if that were being made into an actual television show without being edited just like take that from the classroom and then put it on a film screen by Disney <laughs> Which is crazy. Yeah, so this is the clip I'm talking about. And I, I want to... This, I almost... When I first saw it, I was like, there's no way this is real. Like, this can't be what it really looks like in the show. So I'll let you watch and you tell me. Something in this country called due process. Oh my god. Like, I mean, that looks like a cutscene from a video game in 2004. Yeah, but that's not even the worst part of it. Like it could look that's like a pretty bad part of it, though. That that's a, that's the probably the best part is how good it looks. <laughs> <laughs> like honestly, that was the least offensive thing. It looks so bad. <laughs> okay, so like, oh man, where do I, I can't even so I've watched, I can't even honestly critique it because I don't even know where to start. So like, Lord of the Rings, yeah. I've just seen people tweet about She Hulk. I've gone out of my way and I've watched videos of. People bashing it because I find it to be hilarious, but that's mostly because like the reason why I want She-Hulk to fail, and I think it's hilarious that it's so bad, is because it's it's just woke for wokeness' sake, and when you do that, you're it's never going to succeed. Even if it weren't woke, it would be terrible. Correct. She gives this whole speech, or like yells at Mark Ruffalo about how angry she is. Yeah, but she can control she it control because she's anger. a woman. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, like, that's bad, and obviously that, that clip went viral. But, like, that's not even in... Like I said, like, the like the look of that, like, it's terrible. But, like, it's not even in... The, that's probably one of the better things about the show. Like, she gave a good... She delivered that nice. It was good. Dude, the start of the show, she, like, quirkily breaks the fourth wall in this poorly written, creative writing, failure mess of a script... 
and like it's like supposed to be a funny joke and immediately it's like oh no this show thinks it's self-aware and it's completely unaware of are how you getting, terrible it is. Are you getting hot watching this? Like you're starting to sweat a little bit as you watch. You're like, oh my god, <laughs> I'm like dumbfounded by it. Like, to this day, I'm like still like dumbfounded by it. The weirdest thing, though, I think. By the way, I think this is why DC is gonna pull away. Is well, I think that's why they're canceling. They canceled that Batgirl movie. Make a hard right turn. Because I think they saw what was going on with She-Hulk, and they were like, you know what? Cancel Batgirl. Go the other direction. Because that's that's bad. That's not going to work. And then they just canceled their other movie. They're, they're canceling two full movies. They're like, done. They're like, shot, edited, budget, and they're like, mm, no, those aren't ever going to see the light of day. So then, like, She-Hulk gets her powers because she's in a car wreck with Mark Ruffalo, who's now all of a sudden able to control... I haven't seen Marvel in, a, in, in phases now, so like I might not be up to date on like the lore. Well, you the never cinematic. saw the end of Marvel, right? You never saw... like, like No, I've never seen Endgame or whatever. I didn't see Ant-Man. Or you should. Or I mean, they're... To this, like, they're still fantastic. Sure. But I haven't seen anything since, like, before that stuff, so... I don't know what the lore of the Hulk is. I don't is. watch anything new Marvel, though. I don't know what the lore of the Hulk is at this point. At this point, But, like, Mark Ruffalo is essentially able to be him in Hulk form now. And they're in a car accident. And during the car accident, she gets a cut. And Mark Ruffalo bleeds. Into and her? Hulk is... Did you know that Hulk disease spreads, like, AIDS? Because she immediately... What happens if... When... That's weird, because you would think then that Black Widow. He's would been be fighting. Hulk. You would need to put Mark Ruffalo somewhere far, far away. Because I'm pretty sure Hulk. He's gonna give Hulk to everyone. I think Hulk banged Black Widow. So like, does it? Is it not sexually transmitted? I don't know. Maybe it's his blood. But think about how many times Mark Ruffalo's bled or been fighting. Like the Hulk never has bled before this one car wreck that made him bleed. No, he's, he's un- been he's in tons impervious. of. He's been giving hope to everyone. But then, like, later on, they explain, like, well, just because you're related to me, which is ironic. Because she goes, because this show's so dumb, like, it doesn't even know what it's saying. Because, like, from scene to scene, there's no consistency. Because, like, one scene, she's like, you are, you're a loner. You don't know any of your friends and family. You've lost contact with your family. And Mark was like, I spent 15 years trying to become, take the Hulk and get him under control. And then he's like, related to this woman. So five seconds later, he's like, well, the reason why you were able to survive the lethal dose of gamma radiation that was from my blood going into your bloodstream is because we're related and we're close family. So like, who is she? Like his sister, his cousin that like, they're just hanging out. So like Mark Ruffalo is getting reamed at for like not being a family man. Meanwhile, like he's out on vacation, literally with his cousin that he must see close enough to have these like interactions. The whole show starts this car is caused by an alien ship that fucking shows up on the highway in front of their car. It causes them to crash. Dude, that is the only mention of the alien ship aside from them saying, did an alien cause us to crash our car? And Mark Ruffalo saying, I'm going to have to get to the bottom of that. Now, maybe later on in the season, there's going to be payoff for this. Maybe we'll figure that out. But just based on the way this episode was structured and... Everything that happened after, and how the show ends, which I'm not going to spoil, because there might be people that actually want to see the ending of this show. I don't believe there ever will be, and even if there were, it doesn't matter, because this episode was such an abomination and a train wreck, and everything about it was so disjointed and jarring. Like, the whole the whole episode is her learning how to 
be like become a Hulk, and she's immediately better than the Hulk at every single thing they do and try the whole time. Like the training montage should have been. Like, it should have been like Rocky. Like, she starts and it's really hard. And then by the end, she could be better than the Hulk and you'd feel the payoff. But it's not a training montage. It's literally 20 minutes of her of them doing, like, individual, like, and she competition. Just destroys and she her just, like, immediately winning the competition. And it's like, well, then what do we need the fucking Hulk for? Because Just send Mark back, Ruffalo black back to that planet where she's no smarter one knows and where she has is. no desire to be a superhero. So she just wants to be a lawyer. And this whole show is about how she's going to just be a lawyer. Blah, 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 blah. She gets in the courtroom. Now, she's a traffic court lawyer. I can't ruin the end of the show. But it's the worst thing that so, ever happened in human history. Like, there's never been art. Well, like, come on. There's worse shows. It goes, like, number one thing to ever happen in human history, the worst thing, Holocaust. Number two thing to ever she happen Hulk. in human history might be She-Hulk. Maybe some other horrific genocide, but I'm not aware. She-Hulk is probably right up there. I don't know. Could it really be that bad? Um. So, you watch three shows. Give me three scores. The JTV, uh, and I'm comparing JTV kind of on a different scale because it's going up against other. No, see, I want that to be normal scale. I'll kind. I'll come. I want you to like. I want this scale to work for whether it's a scripted television show or a salesy QV, QC, QVTVC. <laughs> so just one scale? Yeah. QVC television shows get lumped in with scripted yeah, yeah. television shows? Okay, so then on that scale... Like, you're grading it against the other selling shows, <laughs> but also, those selling shows are also being compared against... You're my favorite shows of all Like, time. Breaking Bad. Yeah, okay. yeah, So... Like, just in terms of, like, entertaining, entertaining I mean, television. JTV gets a solid, like, five. Well, that's a pretty good, good score. Uh, JTV was good. I liked that. I watched it for a while, and I anything, laughed a lot. Anything like, I above got a bunch five. of good laughs out of it. Look. And not just laughs. Like Now, out of intro, all those laughs, intrigue, are those, like, is the show going for laughs? No. Mm, I'm see. definitely laughing at it. But, I mean, that's fine. I used to laugh at baggage. See, but you didn't laugh at She-Hulk. I, instead, you're disgusted with She-Hulk. I was incredulous at Street See, I just a, couldn't. I still, to this moment, I think that's unfair time, to the score. <laughs> she Hulk gets a negative four. She Hulk is whatever the lowest score is. It is She Hulk. It's tied for last of all content. Least favorite television show you've ever seen? There was a episode of the old show X Play on G Four TV. Where they reviewed like just bad games, and one of them was like Barbie's Horse Adventure, but the other one was the trucker game that like you couldn't even drive on the road; you'd fall through the map, and like the word when you win, it would be like you are a winner, but it would just say I are winner or whatever. It was just like so bad. I remember I played that game somewhere; like someone had it. It was as bad as anything could possibly be that was like legitimately released to make a profit. Like, that's what everyone always says. Like, The Room is the worst movie of all time. But I don't yeah. like The Room because, like, the Ro- Tommy Wiseau is a crazy person. He eventually made money on The Room. But, like, that's not really a movie to me. That's just, like, a home video. That's the guy who bought a camera. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, okay. She so Hulk has... the same thing about Blair Witch Project. She Hulk like, has <laughs> a budget. Disney, dude. Disney made... Disney made it. So, yeah, it's last, dude. It's last. Whatever last place... I haven't... Great enough to know what this scales or scales brand new, but I can tell you right now, pretty certainly, like the happening. You know how I love the happening. I said it to I said it while I was watching the show. 
that this might replace the happening is like one of the worst things that ever happened. Because but here's I, the thing. I ironically like the happening. But that's what I was going to say. It's like, more like Avatar The Last Airbender. Correct. So that's what I was going to say. Which, by the way, the fact that you just named two M. Night Shyamalan <laughs> things. Feel really bad for M. Night Shyamalan. He's in that category. That he like made two of the worst things ever. Ever. <laughs> but the, thi- the reason why like I feel like if someone comes over, you're hanging out, you've got a buddy in town... Maybe you're, you know, maybe you're doing a little something. Whatever. And you're eating snacks, and you're like, hey, let's put on something. And you're like, looking. there's not, like, nothing good. And you go, hey, have you seen The Happening? And, you, and the person goes, is that the Mark Wahlberg movie? And you're like, yeah, yeah, you ever seen it? No, I never saw it. You go, we're going to watch The Happening. Because that's an experience. I, you would I never, do that always. Would you do that? But would you do that with She-Hulk? I might, but I have to be a caveat. That's what I'm saying. That's the why She-Hulk I don't... caveat would be... If at the end of She-Hulk you come away and say, you know what, it wasn't that bad, I'm allowed to shoot you in the fucking head. Yeah, but no one comes away from, like, the happening going, you know what, that wasn't that bad. (laughs) I just watched, funny enough, over the weekend, I just watched the new Mark Wahlberg movie, Me Time, on Netflix. Just him, Kevin Hart, it's like a stupid comedy. Um, got, Got a few laughs out of me. It was, like, decently funny. Terrible. Like, it wasn't a good movie by any means. But it's amazing that in this Netflix, straight-to-Netflix release movie where Mark Wahlberg's just being, like, a funny douchebag, how much better he is in... Like, compare that to his performance in The Happening, and he should get an Oscar. It's crazy. I look back on The Happening. That is one of the worst performances... And it's not just him. It's everybody. Well, that's why I don't think it's... I think that was deliberate. No. It had to be. It was not deliberate for everyone to not know how to act. Zoe Deschanel is a good actress who can't act in that movie. No. No. M. Night Shyamalan told everyone to perform like wooden soldiers. Why? Why would he do that? Wanted it to feel alien. I don't know. Who's the other guy in that movie? Who's the guy? John Leguizamo? Yeah. Like John Leguizamo from Ice Age. Like John Leguizamo is not like a great actor by any means. He's a good actor though. But like in that movie, he's the best thing. He's probably the best actor in that movie. And it's still not a good performance. Dude, Mark Wahlberg's performance in that movie is like. I'm talking to a plastic plant. Like if you. If you <laughs> If you have only ever seen him in The Happening, you would go, this guy's a shitty actor. But, like, if you watch The Departed... Hey, that guy's pretty good. You know, hey, this guy's pretty good. <laughs> it's just weird. I don't know. So that's why I don't think it could even be on the level of, like, She-Hulk, because there's at least something to The Happening, where you're like, well, that had to be done deliberately. It's a fun thing to put on. I think She-Hulk is just awful. No, because there are things that you could laugh at during She-Hulk similar to, like, the happening where, like, things are just so bizarre and out of place. Like, the end of episode one of She-Hulk sets a tone that I think is unreal for any piece of media I've ever seen. Like, it changed... It doesn't change anything. Like, the show was bad before that. But, like, it also was just, like, such a statement on, like, how bad it is. It's like, yeah, we're this bad. Yeah, it's not gonna make any sense. Woo! And it's like... Mm, this is really shitty. Like, it's just, like, the laziest piece of shit. And I hate to be so, like, 
Like, I wish I could give you more, but, like, honestly, I just don't think you should watch it. Do You shouldn't support it, but then, honestly, you should watch it if you just want to see something that's, like, a train wreck. And maybe that's what they Marvel's just at that point now, where, like, they have so many shitty tertiary characters that they're willing to just, like, throw garbage out there to get, like, hate clicks. But it honestly just feels like... Not even mailed in. Like, like almost just made to be ridiculously bad. Well, I think, like, the people who wrote the show and directed it and stuff, I think it's all women. Which is fine. And I think none of them have ever, like, I think that the the writers maybe have done something before. I remember seeing, like, they wrote something else or wrote for a show, but this is, like, the first thing they've done on their own. So, I don't know. It's made for people who just, like, hate their families and men in general. They're gonna, at some point, Hollywood's gonna have to, like... Also, you could do it. Because not for nothing. The new Game of Thrones show, you could argue, is talking about... It's woke. The women, like... It's not bad, though. It's good. It's really good! So whatever, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. But that's never been the complaint, which is why, like, they've always been wrong about their arguments about who their opposition is. Like, no one really cares if you have dude, gay same, characters dude, or Dude, same thing characters. when you, like, when you cast a, a black guy for a role that maybe he wasn't black. Like, it can work. did it, it works. It's no fine. one's No one's yelling about it. You just gotta it. be careful who you do it with and what you do. Like, if you just all of a sudden... And, like, you can do it with almost any character. Like, you can probably pull off making, like, Captain America a black guy. But, for like, sure. you, you don't do it by, like desecrating Captain America and be like, ha ha, he's black now, whitey. Like, no. You just have a little respect for what the character is. You write a coherent story that explains why, he why he's a black person. And it works. And and people are like, hey, this is awesome. If it's good. If it's not good, people will be like, this is dumb. And you did, you made a terrible well, like, decision. Spider-Man can do it. Like, they did, they did it yeah, with Spider-Man. Morales is popular. But, I don't know. D- don't go woke. If, but if you do, Dress it up. You, I mean, you can go woke, but also just, like, don't be, don't be, don't pander. I don't know. I don't think you can just, like, I think the difference is, like, you can't have, you can't make a TV show with the purpose of it being, like, this is going to be a woke TV show. Well, no, like, all the criticism of the Ring of Power about how, like, oh, these elves are black now, or, no, the, the hobbits are black now, or whatever. I watched it. I'll be honest. Didn't make a difference. Didn't care. No, but that... Want to know what's terrible about the show? The show. No, but I... I just think, like, when you make a show for wokeness sake, it's a very different feel than when you just make a show that's really good that also may have some things in there that... But, if, I mean, I... Look, I think that some of the decisions that they made in Game of Thrones, like, making the Valerian family, like, black family, is a creative choice. When it's a creative choice, that could be justified no matter what. But a lot of the time, it's not a creative choice. It's literally a politically correct choice, or it's a politically motivated choice, or it's an ideological choice. And that's when it becomes artificial. And when you're talking about like fandoms, and you're talking about IPs, you're talking about things that people consider as art. These are art. Like A TV show is a form of media. It is a work of art, whether you like it or not. So like... People take these characters seriously and they put a lot of emotional investment into these stories and they don't want someone to come in and write a story that seems to be disrespectful of the story that they have attachment to. It's not a, it's not complicated, but... I agree. But the 
but the people who write these shows and operate in these worlds where the where they're so politically motivated to one ideology, they don't have the common sense and the foresight to understand that a lot of the time they do come off as, you know, preachy and self-aggrandizing and not necessarily like super in touch with the opposing viewpoint. So like that makes them come across as like not good because if you're not someone who's in touch with like the actual world, you can't represent a lot of the people who need to consume your product to appreciate it as art, which is why all these things fail. But like George R. R. Martin is the creative driving force behind House of Dragon, and he handpicked the people who are working on his product right now, and it's no surprise that he's able to do things and incorporate things that other times might be like, oh, this is woke, but in actuality, it's his creative product that's good. It's just a solid work yes. that people can appreciate. They nailed it. Hey, thanks. Yeah, um, also, Joe Biden came out and called everyone like... Uh, you know, racist Nazis. I don't care about it. Did you see that? Did you see any of it? I any saw of the pictures. Clips? I don't care. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, I saw pictures of the speech. Whatever. It's just not fair that they could be the fascists all this time. It. It's hundred percent. And fair. come out and like literally, their president can give the most Hitler-esque divisive speech of all time. Like Trump. Imagine if Trump had ever come out during his presidency and gave a speech like that. Every single one of Trump's speeches like, I'm here for the American people. We're going to give power back to the people. I'm a president for all people. No, he was a fascist. <laughs> You're crazy. How dare you question it? But then Biden could come out like that while, like, literally teaming up with social media platforms to specifically ban journalists and people with different opinions while working with pharmaceutical companies to, like, Push hey, their products doesn't matter. through law. I like talking about TV now. I don't <laughs> care. Like, I, it, I really don't. Like I'm so, so over it. I was like thinking about it. Like I'll probably never cast another vote for as long as I live. And that's kind of cool. Like I'm, I'm not voting. Why would I vote? Like what? What? What am I gonna vote for? You think I'm gonna vote in the next election? I don't care who. Jesus Christ Himself could run. And I'd be like, nah. Well, the machines are rigged, so. You're probably going to lose, Jesus. Sorry. <laughs> you don't need my vote. Good luck. Have you called Dominion Software yet? Yeah, until you get that sorted out. It's stupid. Did you see that? Wait. Okay, wait. I'm glad we're talking about this. I posted on my Instagram a crazy story about a Dominion Software machine from Michigan that was bought by a guy online, and then he sold it on eBay for $1,200. It was used in the 2020 election. Okay. He bought it online from Goodwill.com for $7.99. Okay. Why was a Dominion software voting machine that they used in the 2020 election dropped off at a Goodwill? I don't know. To be honest with you, it seems very weird. The get rid of evidence, dude. But the evidence, I imagine, is still on it. Well, I mean, they probably tried to wipe it. But like you're talking about these things are not supposed to be... In anyone's possession. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I guess I never really thought about, like, where voting machines go <laughs> when they're done. <laughs> Not goodwill. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, I, I just moved. I just brought some stuff to goodwill. <laughs> Maybe they moved. 
Who? Who had the machine? Maybe like the machine's not supposed to be in anyone's private hands. Well, it's supposed now. to be stored. Because if we need to audit, the machine can't be the cha- a million reasons. Yeah, Hillary Clinton wasn't supposed to <laughs> wipe her her entire hard drive. Did you see the list of things that were at Mar-a-Lago that they took? It was like nothing, right? It was like 93 empty envelopes, 36 classified documents, and then like 100 billion magazines and like a pair of Bolani's panties. I like... People are like, see, we got him. He's got 36 confidential. I'm like, do you understand what Hillary had? I put the clip of Comey, like, just reading off all the shit she had and then saying, no one would charge her for this. And, like, they raided Donald Trump's house for 90 empty folders. I think they should charge Donald Trump. Yeah, why not now? But then you have to go back and you have to charge Hillary. You charge everyone. I don't make the rules. <laughs> I was just reading how Adam Schiff's, like, great-grandfather inherited, uh, like, Woodrow Wilson, like, gave him, like, a billion dollars in railroad money for like no fucking reason. I was like, oh wow, that makes sense why Adam Schiff is like in politics. The evilest looking, <laughs> rattiest piece of shit. He's yeah. like inheriting oil, the railroad money from the 1900s. Oh, anyway, that's all. Alright. I'm hungry and tired. Good night. Good episode. Yeah, solid. Guess I.
yesterday, I drove from where Amanda's family, where we were staying, two hours into the mountains, like into like the app, uh, what is that? Is that the Appalachian Mountains? Where were you? Virginia? Mm-hmm. I think the Appalachian Trail, like, goes yeah. through there. Were you Shenandoah? Yeah. Yeah. And it was just pouring as we're driving through these mountainous, curvy roads. You see a lot of I was those, terrified. You see a lot of those emergency truck ramps on the side of the road? No, I actually didn't. They're all over there. In the windy roads, and they have those like dirt mounds. And really, like, if you don't, if your brakes really nice don't work, drive into that pile we went, of dirt. We went to do our engagement photos that we never took. We got engaged three years ago, and we just took them now. But I think they're gonna be like the coolest photos ever. Just there like you. in the mountains, and it like had poured, so it created. I guess like I don't know science, like weather stuff, but I guess when it rains. And it's, like, hot in, during the day. The steam in the mountains? Yeah. Yeah. So we have some crazy-looking pictures. Cool. It's pretty cool. We've got some good stuff. That's exciting. Shenandoah. Yeah, I like Shenandoah. Yeah, it's really cool. It's actually it's actually my least favorite of the parks I've been to, though. Well, it's because you've been to, like, a lot of good parks. You've been to... What's the one in Colorado you went to? Rocky Mountain. Rocky Mountain. Acadia. Acadia is apparently like people jizz themselves over Acadia. Acadia's really nice. Maine just in general is really nice. Um, What's your favorite? Of the parks I've been to? Yeah. You've never done Grand Canyon though, so. No, I really want to go to Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon is my favorite. I want to like take a year of my life and just raft up the Colorado River through the Grand Canyon. See if I can survive. You can do the horseshoe bend too. You probably get there. <laughs> uh, yeah, Grand Can- Grand Canyon's fucking awesome. I also want to go to some parks in China, like some of their like. They probably got some nice parks. But how did their when parks... I was in Ireland, I wanted to go to the Giants Causeway or whatever that was there. How do they do their parks there. in China? Is it, they don't it's have like a national, park system. I don't think they have a national park system, but they have like um, but like they have a lot of areas in the, of the country that are just like naturally astounding. Yeah, and like preserved. Well. I mean, Great Wall, I feel like, is a cool thing to Most see. Most of China is just rural wilderness. Is there any good conspiracies about the Great Wall? Yeah, a bunch. Seems impossible. Well, wait, didn't we talk about it when we talked about Tartaria? Didn't we talk about the Great Wall? Uh, we talked about Tartaria. Because I don't know if it related to the Great Wall. The theory that a lot of people who are into Tartaria think is that, like, the Tartarian Empire is essentially what Russia was. They're like the Russian. They lived like kind of in the Siberian area. That's like where the seat of their power would have been. Uh, but that they were at war with like the Chinese empires of the time, like the dynasties, and like they were co- they would battle each other so frequently that they mutually agreed to build the wall, which explains explains why in some spots the armaments of the Great Wall of China face towards China. Like in certain spots, the wall is built in the opposite direction you would expect if the Chinese were building it to protect themselves from something trying to invade Coming them. in, yeah. Not in all spots. In most of the spots, it's normal. But there are some... Now, the Great Wall of China is huge, and it was built over hundreds and hundreds of years uh, by multiple different leaders for many different reasons. So it's it's hard to... But people who believe in the Tartaria and 
conspiracy believe that. How long would it take to walk the Great Wall of China? People do that just like they walk the Appalachian Trail. It takes, I think, about like six or seven months. What? But, see, a lot of the Great Wall of China isn't in great condition. Like, it's not... You think because it's one monument or whatever that it's all going to be good, but... But it's like... It's spots. Yeah, some of it's not in great condition. It's overrun. Some of it goes, like, through Chinese military installations you're not even supposed to be in. So, like, if you well, get caught, you can get in real... There's, like, trouble. a lot of shit like that, though. Like, if you ever seen pictures, like, of the Taj... Like, you've obviously... You know what the Taj Mahal is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But have you ever seen pictures of, like, right outside of the Taj Mahal? No. It's, like, slummy... Have you Gross. seen the pictures of like the litter, McDonald's, and you're like, like pictures mm. from like the gas stations or McDonald's and like next Cairo, like the yeah the next like the great yeah the pyramids. Like this is the golf course. It's like right next door. Oh, like, I think by the way, I I think I have a potential trip next year, like next summer. Okay, offered, and I'm scared. I don't know if I should do it. I haven't been out of the country since 2017. Okay. This would be to Egypt. Nice. And which Egypt I'm completely fine with. Like nothing about Egypt like freaks me out. Dubai would be the other place. Dubai's sick. Dubai is sick, but for some reason I'm a little like hesitant about Before going to Dubai. Before you go anywhere in the Middle East, you just make sure in your phone you have the phone numbers of every possible US consulate and embassy. <laughs> Within reach, and you understand all the local laws, but and make sure See, you but that's don't why, run like, afoul of any of them. But that's why I'm like, is it worth it? Like, yeah, because most American tourists go there and have no problem whatsoever and have a great time. Yeah, like I don't think those places are like just like don't have gay sex in the street and you'll probably be okay. That's like the safe parts <laughs> of the Middle East, right? Like, it's fine. Safe there. Egypt's a little rough sometimes. Every once in a while, some Christians get shot by terrorists or something. Yeah, like, should I not wear, like, my cross? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. And I'm pretty sure they're still kind of in, like, an open civil war. Like, I'm not even 100% sure Egypt's unified right now. I don't think they are. <laughs> but I don't think it's that bad. But, exactly. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I don't know. Like, it's slightly worse in, like, America right now. I think. I guess that's true. Like, if you're... In other countries, and you're talking about, like, going abroad on vacation, do you think they bring up the idea of, like, oh, it's a pretty rough time to go to America? Is Egypt in a civil war? Alright, this is literally from CFR.org. It's from, like, two days ago. The global conflict tracker, blah, blah, blah. Oh my god, the background is so long. It starts in 2011. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to read this whole article. <laughs> Alright, hold on a minute. I'm trying to get... What recent money developments. Here's the recent developments. In February 2018, a Jim president, blah, 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 defeated the militant group Wiley at Sinai. So, recently... 2018, that's like four years ago. <laughs> recently, there was at least conflict. Alright, hold on a minute. Oh, I actually don't know if I want to go to Egypt. After orchestrating the arrests of his primary challenger and dozens of critics, Sisi was re-elected for a second term in March of 2018 and has since put through new laws to combat extremism, including that of increased government control over Internet and Egypt's state of emergency, which was first declared in April 2017 following terrorist attacks. Blah, 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 blah. 
CC's term will run through 2024. So he, so there's a president who's unified the country essentially through what sounds like to me to be totalitarian force. And right now the rebellion that was against him has kind of been subdued. So like you're probably fine. Yeah, but no. So what I decided to Google while you were doing that was like the money. Because yeah. I was like, I was curious, what do they use in Egypt? So they use the Egyptian pound. How much is that to a dollar? Half, 50 cents American is equal to one Egyptian pound. So that's not bad. So it's two dollars, two pounds for every dollar. Oh, yeah. I guess in my head I did that backwards. I was thinking I was losing money going to Egypt. I mean, it's like the same either way. But your purchasing power is going to be less or more depending. Okay. Okay, alright, so it's not awful. And Dubai is fine for that, in that well, sense, but Dubai is just more... So like, if I go to Dubai, yeah. there's, the things I want to do would be like, gotta go to the top of that building. Just like you, the Dubai, Khalifa. you have to turn a blind eye to the fact that they're literal, like, slave labor in Dubai. Yeah, I don't care about that. <laughs> oh, is there not slave labor here? Okay. Um, I want to do the thing where, like, the Sikhs drive you around in those cars on two wheels sideways. <laughs> I don't know how they do that, I but I want to do that. that car. Uh, and then I just want to, like, get a tour of, like, the police. Because they drive the Bugattis and shit as the police cars. I want to ride in a police Bugatti. So what do you think of, of episode three? Okay, so let's get into it. Game of, Game of Thrones, season nine, episode three. Best episode of season nine. I agree. In my opinion, um, I saw some people still like episode one a little bit more. I, I, don't know how you, how you I disagree. Um, probably the best episode since I don't know. Like I don't have a great memory of season eight and seven, but I mean that was that was a great episode. Like it was good. I like on a scale lot. one to ten, I'm probably giving that like a solid seven point eight. Yeah, I would have given episode one like a six point five, episode two like a five point five or a six. Which these are tough See, scores, so, but I'm comparing it against like peak Game of Thrones. Correct. They're not peak Game of Thrones. Yet. Yet. This has been It's got potential. This has been like really good Game of Thrones. See so, episode three. I don't think here, it's as like the battle scene was good. It has like potential. it's the best battle since Hard Home. I think Hard Home is the best, like, single hand... Like, I think Hard Home... Like, Battle of the Bastards is good. Hard Home is better, in my opinion. Yeah. That's my opinion. I just think Hard Home is, like, one of the best battles ever depicted. Like, I don't care what war movie. Like, Hard Home is nuts. So that's why I say that's probably the best battle I've watched since Hard Home. And I'd almost say it's better than Hard Home in the sense of, like, it was cooler... Like I was rooting for for Damon to like Dude, that was sick. Just a suicide run. And I'm biased because I like like the long night or whatever it is. Is that what that episode's called? Yeah, the, the Oh, well that Everyone hates that episode yeah. because the tactics are wonky. Well, I think people... I don't think it's even the tactics that people don't like. I think people don't like it because no one calibrated their TVs before. And it was really dark. That and people so good. 
That's one of the best episodes of television to ever air, in my opinion. And I'm so disappointed that people hate it so much. The scene? I think... So I don't... We've talked about it a million times. I don't even count that as a battle scene, because it's an entire episode. Yeah. So, I don't count it. If I was to count it, I actually probably do think that's better than Hardhome. Like, the scene... Like, the, the scene where Arya is in... She's, like, sneaking around with all the White Walkers in, like... If you're... You can't, like... You the whole can't, episode, I was shitting my pants. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you can't tell me you weren't holding your breath. Like, uh, the peak Breaking Bad, for me, was, like... I would get through an episode... What was that train episode with, uh... We would get to... Comer- Matt Damon? We would get to, like, commercial breaks, and I'd be like... Oh my god, I didn't breathe. Like, I wasn't yeah. breathing. <gasps> Game of Thrones doesn't have commercials. Yeah. So, like, that whole episode, like, I was like... From the moment it started. I didn't breathe. Yeah. I was, like, clenched. I couldn't believe how people, how much people didn't like that episode. And I can't believe how much, even today, like, listening to people I like talk about season nine and the way they talk about season eight, I just, I know, I just can't get behind it. Because, like, I just feel like they hate it so much. That it's much. bad. They hate it so much, and they say so much about the entire series that I can't believe. And this is, like, I agree that... Season 8 cost Game of Thrones the title of, like, maybe the best show of all time. I, I'll i be but honest. the fact that we talk I don't think about it, does. it like it's not even top 5 anymore is well, stupid. The well, show okay. is so good. I'm glad, I'm glad we're getting into this because I wasn't sure if we were going to go here. I'm in the minority. I'm aware I am. I understand people don't like season 8. Sure. But... I'm good. a big believer in, like, what you do at the end of your career doesn't take away from who you were at your peak. Yes, of course. So, in my mind, Game of Thrones has n- is the best show of all time. Like, because, like, not for the nothing. The last season of Sopranos is Dude, well, that's what I was going to say. Is like, people talk about, like, The Sopranos. And I love The Sopranos. The Sopranos has weak moments, and... And not just the last episode. And I'm sorry, season. Game of Thrones shits on The Sopranos. And I love yes. The Sopranos. I agree, I agree. Like, I, I love, love the, the Sopranos. Sopranos. And of everyone who can talk about The Sopranos, I feel and, like... people love The Wire, and people talk about how The Wire has, like, three whole seasons that you should just skip, because they're not... <laughs> it's so, only like, four seasons, yeah. So, like, Game of Thrones had... And I don't even agree that season eight is, like, bad. I don't think it's bad. I... Do I think it's as strong as, like, peak of Game of Thrones? Probably not. It's probably definitely the worst season. Ah. Uh, see, but I don't even like saying worst season because I don't think the word worst should ever even be used for Game of Thrones. Because, like, I don't think anything about it is bad. But I'm saying, like, if you rank them in order of just, like, how good they are, in my opinion, and your opinion, like, I feel like eight's going to be towards the bottom of everyone's list. I'd put season one. Season one's so good. I don't season think it's that good. But see, here's the thing. Season you one... You need season one. It's the most important season, but like... Season one is the season where if you show people who know nothing about Game of Thrones, season one of Game of Thrones, it will make every single person who watches it clamor for more. Ned Stark's death alone... Yes. ...solidifies that as but a that's top the last, television that's season like of the, all time. That's like the second to last episode. Like, it takes a while to get there. And, like, I don't know, there's a lot... I think what you forget about season one, and I... The reason why I noticed it was when I went back... There's a lot of characters in season one that, like, I don't need. Like, I don't need Cal Drogo. 
I don't need Viserys. What are you talking about? You need Khal Drogo. He makes the You don't. Shield. You kind of don't. Uh, you don't get any Stannis. You don't need Stannis. Renly's kind of such like a little. You got to get rid of Renly poop. for Stannis to get there. Uh, this is all fresh in my head too because I've been rewatching it. Um, and I love season one, but I just think like season one's not nearly as strong as. Season two, three, and four. It's not season and eight. five. It's and six. It's still better than season and seven. Eight. Like, it's, it's better than eight. But, like. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So, like, eight's probably the worst. It's probably the worst, but it doesn't. it's not bad. Like, that's what drives me crazy about the conversation. And what you're saying about how, like, it makes it so. Which is why I'm glad Hot D is doing so well early on. Because it's good. Because it's good, and people are, like, respect. Respect it. Like, I was really worried. I think I said this last week. I was really worried that people were going to write off this show strictly because they didn't like the ending of Game of Thrones. Yeah. And it feels like that's not happening. At least with the people I watch and listen to. Like, everyone has been raving about the show and liking it. Because people like Game of Thrones more than they remember because of how much they think it sucks. So that's what I think it is. And now people are going to go back and rewatch Game I don't of Thrones think and these they're going to season 8 and they're going to be like, ah, it's not that bad. I've, I hope. That's my I hope. talk about this all the time with How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Very different show. I'm not saying How I Met Your Mother is nearly on the level of Game of Thrones. But, but maybe in the sitcom world it should be a, a top 5. But it's a, it's a great sitcom. That no, the, probably not top 5. That, eh, you I can make an argument. It. You can make an argument. Maybe top five of the of this post two thousand for sure. You you like, could make an argument. I'd put it in mine, but that's personal. But I never watched. Um, two and a half minutes. But people ago. talk about the ending, like about how bad the ending is, and I'm like, if you're watching that show in real time and you've invested nine years of your life into it, yes, I get it. I get the disappointment. But when you go back and you watch other shows and you watch the whole series together. And you get to season nine, you go, no, it was, it was actually really good. Like they, <laughs> good it was a really good ending. Maybe it's not the way I would have done it, but they they did a fantastic. How job. How many times have we talked about Arya Stark killing the Night King? As being Dude, like, it's a pretty good moment. And I think, and again, I really think, unfortunately, what I think the ending did was it left a bad taste in people's mouth, and people didn't. Go back and rewatch. Go back and rewatch Game of Thrones and get to that end people, again. People felt like betrayed and heartbroken. I watched. So, um, one of the review shows I listened to is Oysters, Clams, and Cockles. Yeah. That show picked up during season eight. And they shit on season eight, like, the whole time. And they did a, a rewatch of season eight before this came out. Like, not the whole show, series, just season eight. And they changed their mind on a lot of things that they didn't like. They're like, you know what? I actually really like this. I picked up on this. I really like that. I think people just got caught up in shitting on season eight. And where me and you were different when we were watching it, we're like, we're enjoying the end of one of the greatest shows to ever be on. Like of all time. And people just wanted to shit on it. Also, I heard something today that I hadn't heard before, but makes sense. It was like a legitimate gripe. And why people don't like the end of Game of Thrones. And I hadn't heard this complaint. And after hearing it, I'm like, I could see if that's how you feel. Like, it really ruins a lot for you. But people who read the book, obviously the book and the show are really different. Were really disappointed, especially with the way it was handled when they blew up the Sept. Because there were so many storylines 
that people wanted answers to that because they, didn't they get. never they haven't had the answers to these stories because of the book. And just because it felt like just because the show was ending, they were like, "Well, the, here's how all these storylines end. The set just blows up." And but that's where I think it's unfair to hate on the show because, like, it's not the same as the book. When they pitched this show, they get the rights and they're they're having meetings with with George, George R. R. Martin. Yeah. They're talking about like how great these episodes are going to be, and they get through five seasons of the show. And at some point, Benioff and Weiss got to be looking at each other going, hey, we're getting really close here, and we thought the book would have been done by now, and it's just not. Like, we're, like, I bet when they started that show, they thought at least the next book would have been done, and the other book would have been started by the time that they were ending the show. Turns out, no. Like, they just had to come up with the ending on their own. But I think they also knew that George was doing more... Like, this show that's on now was in production before Game of Thrones was off... Out of production. So, they must have known that George kind of was transitioning to visual media. And we know that George was working with them, too. So, like, I don't... I think it was more like... I just think we can accept that these are two different things. The book and the show. And George is probably never going to finish writing the books. And that's a shame for people who read the books. I think he'll, I think he'll finish. Maybe. But as someone who... Um, I've never been a prolific writer or anything. But as someone who likes to write in my free time. I can see how if you were someone who had spent so much time creating a world the way George R. R. Martin did... And then we're given the opportunity to just like to flesh it put out those on ideas on with like the money and staff to put whatever you want. Dude, it's like, gonna be incredible. That might take precedent over finishing your and, books. Like, and just, he's got so many ideas of the world that has happened before Game of Thrones. Listen, you've talked about it with the Gunslinger. Like you still have never finished that book. Yeah, the last one, yeah. So like the ending is better, and that's for you to, as a reader yeah. who loves the book. Yeah. Imagine if you're the creator of something that, like, no, I don't care how big of a Game of Thrones fan you are, you'll never love it as much, much as, as George, George does. Well, yeah, yeah. So, like, when he gets to the end, he's like, I don't, like, he knows how it goes, and he's like, I'm not gonna do it. Like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> it's fine. Maybe I've I never finish it. Maybe I will, but if I don't, I don't really care. Um, I did want to show you this though. This came. This is what I came home to today. Oh, sweet. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna try. You're never gonna finish one. I'm gonna try. <laughs> you still haven't finished the third Harry Potter book because it's too complex. For you. I will read the Game once of Thrones get, once novels. Once it got outside of second I'm, grade reading level, I'm doing it. I'm reading the Game of Thrones novels. <laughs> I want this podcast to hold me accountable. Good luck. Um, I'm rereading one of my favorite novels of all time. What? Probably my. F- if you ask me what my favorite novel is. Nine times out of ten, I'm probably going to tell you The Stand by Stephen King. But if I was going to give you a novel that's not Stephen King, it's probably going to be All the Pretty Horses by Cormac McCarthy. And I'm oh, yeah, that. you've been reading that. I didn't I'm realize you had read that before. I've read, it, I've read it twice before, both times I was in college, and I haven't read it since. For a very similar reason as The Gunslinger, because it's a beautiful story, but it makes you feel emotions that, like, you don't always need to feel. It's like how you love Elliot Smith. Like, you put him on when you need to hear him. But I've got that book, and I'm reading it. It's good. Um, oh, cool. But anyway, so Game of Thrones, yeah, I think that uh, it was a good episode. We were, Me and Rachel were talking after about how it was kind of 
Viserys and Rhaenyra, Rhaenyra, whatever the fuck. Rhaenyra. It's getting a little bit tedious for us at times. Like what is? Just the. I don't know the. Their scenes can were a little boring in this episode for us. That's what we. That's what we felt. Interesting, but ultimately, like, I think that it's mostly because. Once this show takes the turn where the war is an open war between just Targaryen factions fighting for the throne, it never really goes back to being, like, quiet politicking and family drama in the King's Chamber. So, like, these episodes before that happen in season one are going to be... Yeah, they're they're drawing these episodes out. Like, even this this episode, like... Not even this episode. In the first scene when we have, like, the crab feeder... Like, the Crab Feeder's character is here and gone in this one episode just to give you the characterization of, like, Damon. Because well, do the you, story is going to be about these people. Did you watch the, um, the inside the episode? No. I don't like watching those things. So normally I don't, but I watched it last night after the episode. And Ryan Condal, the, like, the creator, showrunner guy, he was talking about... Like, the reason why we have to, like... This show is a little different than Game of Thrones in the fact that, like... We know this story is going to be, like, this really long, over-time story. So, the war against Crab Feeder isn't necessarily about the war with Crab Feeder. It's not a big deal. It's about what it does to Damon as... A warrior. As a warrior. What it will do now... The way people talk about Damon, the way like when we first meet Damon, he's like, "Oh, he's this big warrior. He's cool," but he's not the guy who's done this yet. Now he is. Yeah. And like what that does through word of mouth, and people start hearing about. So I don't know. Real, I I understand what you're saying, um, but I believe that Matt Smith is my second favorite person on this show. Mm-hmm. He was my first. He's now my second. Patty Constantine's Viserys? Nah. I'm, dude, I love this Millie Alcock girl as... Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra. She was good. I think she's great. I saw people... I think people complain about her, too. I think people say, like, she's, like, the weakest on the show. I don't see that. I think she nails it. I think her... I don't know. I think she's badass. I think all the actors are pretty good. I think this show is solid. So, like, I'm excited to see more. I just think that if I had any complaints, that would be it. Is like maybe like the bratty daughter shit is wearing thin. I just don't want versus like the king that sucks. Although he was, you know, he's very he sympathetic. He kind of doesn't suck. He's just he does. Yeah, he, as a king, he he's sucks. not a good Straight king. Out of like a person, but like he's he cares. He's like probably a decent human but like, being. For all we, every time we see a Targaryen ruler, we know they kind of suck. Like, I mean, it's but just kind of how it is. His, the people around him are just awful. But that's kind of a common theme for Game of Thrones. Surrounded by just awful people. Yeah. Well, I wanted to bring that up in the, now because I want to talk about TV to start the show, but I, I didn't want to talk about TV, like just and then just talk about Game of Thrones. You know? Okay. Look at. Works for me. Uh, 
I think Viserys' days are numbered, though. Feels that way. Like, he's... He doesn't have... We're probably gonna have another time jump. Like, I don't know if you noticed in this episode he was missing more fingers. He was missing two fingers. Um, so... I was listening to the... Did you listen to the Alt-Shift-X live stream at all? Not much of it. He was talking about, like... How the rot in his hands is, like, a really good symbol for, like, the fact that he can't make a decision. Like, he's really indecisive, which is bad for a king. And it's like, okay, if you would have just cut off your fingers, if you would have just made that decision, the rot wouldn't have spread for now it's taking over more of your hand and more of your fingers. And he's doing the same thing with this son, Rhaenyra, who's the heir. Well, he seems to be the only person convinced that Renera is going to remain the heir. But I don't even think he really believes it. I think he wants it to be true. That's what's going to get him in trouble. He believes it's going to be. No, because I, I think it's going to... I think he's just going to die. I don't know. I don't think he's going to die. I think he has to die. You think he just dies from like... And then the power struggle begins. Because like if he dies right now... Who's the king? She's the heir, but they're going to want to put that two-year-old little boy on the throne. And that's what's going to cause the war. And so they put him, the two-year-old boy, on the throne. It's going to be Otto Hightower really being the king. It's going to be gross. People aren't going to want that. And then that's what Damon's going to lose his mind. And the war starts. I don't think that happens, like, next episode, though. It could be happening soon. We got time jumps. I don't think so. I don't think that's going to happen until, like, season two. I think season one is all build up to the war. I think it's. I think people expect the king to last to the end of the season, which is why he'll die like soon. I just don't want this show to like feel it needs to just be all action all the time. But it won't be. It's gonna be like you said. It's all the battles are important, and there's a lot of them, but they don't happen all the time. They're scattered over the course of. Like, I think. Years I think it, and years. I want it to play out more like. Um, it's gonna be like season, season two and season three. Season two and three. Where like, but that's gonna be like season two, three. And the four war of this between show is the Lannisters be... and the Starks is not like every episode is a battle. It's like you're watching the strategy of as we take house. That's yes. what this whole story is. It's just like houses and territories falling and political strategy. Like the Iron Islands, I think, become important because now that the pirates are cleared out, like someone has to hold the Iron Islands or whatever. All I know is I'm enjoying it. I Every Sunday, it's not good enough yet where I'm thinking about it before Sunday. I will say that. I haven't been, like, on a Thursday, been like, ooh, Sunday, Game of Thrones. But it's been good enough where I'm, like, Saturday night and Sunday morning, like, fun ooh, I get a new Game of Thrones. It's next week when it's, like, football and Game of Thrones. I'm thinking, oh, I might as well talk about it now. Next week, Sunday, Dolphins play at 1. Can I come over? Big day. Watch the game. I want to watch. I figured just watch Game of Thrones with you, but that's not until nine o'clock at night. Well, we got football. Like. Are, are you down to watch football all day? I got Sunday ticket, dude. I got every right. game in the in the league going on. I think we play some bets. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Al. Right, let's start the episode. Maybe we'll record at some point. Well, yeah, I think that's how it should end. Maybe for Game of Thrones we'll talk at the end, we bring. Bring Rachel in for a little 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 guest. All right, sounds good.